with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. His disciples came and asked him, send her away for she keeps calling out after us. Jesus said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. Jesus, she said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So this is a great story. What a woman. This Canaanite lady, she is persistent. She will not let go of her desire to get to Jesus, to have Jesus heal her sick and firm, perhaps possessed a daughter. Nothing is going to stop her in accomplishing that mission. She is something else. This persistent Canaanite lady who comes from a, a people who do not know God, a people who've never heard of Abraham or Moses or, or, or Isaiah the prophet, and yet with a spirit of persistence that is remarkable, she goes to Jesus after having presumably exhausted all other resources. She's been to the physicians. She's been to the witch doctors. She's been to the magicians. And none of them were able to help her with her daughter's great problem, with her evil, with this darkness that has enfolded itself around her. Desperate then, she goes to Jesus. And nothing stops her. 
Not the fact that he's a Jew and she's a Canaanite. Not the fact that he's a believer in one God and she's a believer in perhaps many gods and goddesses. Not the fact that she's from another land and another language and another voice and, and he's from somewhere else. None of that stops her. She persists even when Jesus himself does not answer her first request. She persists even when the disciples are saying, get rid of her, get rid of her, get rid of her. We can't stand her howling anymore. Even when she is able to fall at the feet of Jesus and make her request a second time, she persists when he ironically perhaps says, but doesn't everybody consider you nothing but dogs, you Canaanites? He says, even the dogs under the table get to eat the scraps. I want a scrap of your grace. I want a scrap a morsel of your goodness. I want even just the smallest piece of your divinity, not for me, but for my daughter. She persists until she gains what she prays for. Her daughter is healed. At that very moment, what a woman this Canaanite lady is. Sometimes a story is made more important, not just by the people who are in the story, but very often by the people who are just outside the story. Today's beautiful story of this woman, this persistent woman, this Canaanite woman, this unbelieving woman, comes from another land and asks Jesus for the grace of healing. There are people who are standing just beyond the edge of the book. Who are they? Well, we know them well not included in the story, but just beyond the edge. We have standing there the usual suspects. You know, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the priests of the temple, the high priest even. There they are, persisting in not believing. Persisting in not trusting Jesus, persisting in poking Jesus, persisting in pursuing Jesus, persisting in trying to see if Jesus is the real thing or not, persisting maybe most of all with their hard hearts towards Jesus. They do not buy his gig. They do not buy his claims to be the son of God. They do not pay attention to him. He is just a threat to them and nothing else. And they persist in that disbelief. So what a comparison then that, that these fellows who have had access to the fullness of revelation since the time of Abraham and beyond cannot see, cannot trust, cannot ask Jesus to heal, to strengthen, to do something good for them. <laughs> Shouldn't it be that after the witness of Abraham, this friend of God, isn't it true that after all that happened with Moses and the people being led out of slavery and into the promised land, shouldn't the words of the prophet Isaiah that they studied so deeply, shouldn't the testimony of John the Baptist pointing to Jesus and saying, there is the Lamb of God, shouldn't Jesus' own words and deeds have touched their hearts, these people who stand outside the story. 
but they persist in unbelief, in not knowing Jesus, not seeing their salvation in the moment of grace. What a contrast to this Canaanite woman who has none of that, who falls at the feet of Jesus and says, Lord, help me. Why? What's the difference between the two? Why is one who has no background in the faith of Yahweh and others who have studied and given their lives to it, why does one fall at the feet of Jesus and the other stand back saying no, persisting in hardness of heart? Perhaps the difference between the two the lady who's the star of the story and those who are just outside the story is, is something that's obvious in the life of this woman. She's not just a Canaanite woman. She's not just another lady from another religion, from another place. This woman is a mother and she has a daughter and that daughter is seriously ill, possessed by a demon seemingly, an evil has wrapped itself around her and she cannot fix her herself. She is desperate because of her love for her daughter. The desperation is not the sort of desperation that, 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 that leads people to commit suicide or something. It's the desperation of love. I love my daughter with all my heart and all my soul and all my life I would do anything for her and I cannot save her. I cannot heal her. What can I do to give her a new life, to save her? That's the kind of loving desperation that fills the heart of this Canaanite woman and brings her to the feet of Jesus and changes that desperation as soon as she says this beautiful prayer, Lord, son of David, help me, help my daughter. I know you can do it. That need is what sets her apart from the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the high priests and the priests of the temple and all the others who poke and probe and push Jesus away, who persist in their hardness of heart towards him. They've never felt it. They've never needed that in their life. There's no sign that they've ever fallen on such hard times in their life that they have to splay themselves out in the dirt before the feet of Jesus and say, help me, I can't do it myself. That's the difference that brings one woman who is not a believer to faith and other people of faith pushed away by their own hardness of heart, their lack of need of God in their lives. We've already got God. We've figured him out. We study his law. We know his rules. We know this, that, and the other thing. We know how he works. We know how he operates. We have God wrapped around our fingers. <laughs> we have God stuffed in our pockets. We don't need God's grace in our lives because we're so good already. That's what separates them. That's what marks the difference. And, and therefore it's obvious as Matthew tells this story who he wants us to be like. What it means to be a true follower of Jesus. 
Not like the Pharisees, not like the Sadducees, not like the students of the law, not like the priests of the temple, but like this foreigner, this stranger, this unbeliever who is so filled with love for her daughter that she cannot heal her and so in desperation approaches Jesus with that simple, magnificent, beautiful three-word prayer, Lord, help me. That's our prayer. She is us. We're Gentiles too. We don't have God wrapped around our fingers. We don't know how God works. We, we, we know we can't fix ourselves. We know there are problems in our lives too big for us to fix. And therefore, like her, we persist and we persist and we let nothing stand in the way of flying to Jesus and falling at his feet and saying with this woman, Lord, son of David, have pity on me. Help me.